The Weekend View with Sebenzile Nkambule, Saturday 6 to 7 a.m. Some members of parliament say they are leaning towards the institution of an independent inquiry into the sale of SAA to the Takatso Consortium. This comes as now dismissed public enterprises DG Katatso Tlakudi appeared before parliament's portfolio committee on public enterprises earlier this week. Tlakudi briefed MPs on his stance regarding the sale, alleging that there are various irregularities in the deal. Tlakudi requested an audience with the speaker, who in turn referred the matter to the the Public Enterprises Committee to deal with it. National Freedom Party MP Sheikh Imam is among those who are vocal about the SAA Takato deal and is calling for an inquiry to unearth the facts. He joins us now on the line. Thank you very much uh, for your time with us this morning, Mr. Imam. Welcome to the Weekend View on SAFM. A very contentious issue here, and you are supporting calls for an inquiry to unearth some of the facts in this matter. Why the process of an inquiry? What do you believe is yet to be surfaced or, or to be made known as to what transpired with this deal? Well, very good morning to you and all our listeners out there. Uh, Indeed, the NFP will uh, support uh, an inquiry. And I think one of the reasons we have been motivated by the fact that there has been too much of secrecy around this deal with Tecatso. But more importantly, there are many other questions that remain unanswered, despite me raising it in Parliament on quite a few occasions. And uh, even Minister Godan appears to be deliberately uh, 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 failing to respond to some of the questions. And I'll start off by saying, if you remember a few years ago, under Coleman Andrews, that's the first step. You know, South African Airways' entire fleet was sold. Sold to who? To Coleman Andrews' own company. He then leased the entire fleet back to SAA. And I have raised questions about this. Who gave authority? How much did we sell it for? Who benefited from it? A whole list of questions to date. Nothing has been answered, which prompted me last week to put another written question to Minister Godan because a week before he appeared in the budget vote, this matter was discussed. And uh, after the budget vote, I raised it with him outside or in the corridors. And he said, no, it's important question, but that's all he can tell me. So given the fact that we don't know what's going on there, number one. Number two, on this particular one, we've raised on the Takatso uh, uh, involvement with SAA on numerous occasions. And nothing is forthcoming. Now, this is a public entity, mm-hmm. okay, not somebody's private business. So why is there so much of secrecy? Why is there no transparency as to exactly what is going on, you know? Uh, uh, and, and we've noticed, and I think this is what makes us more suspicious, is the fact that there's no information forthcoming. It makes us, given the fact that many of the state-owned companies have a similar problem, it makes us suspicious, and that's why we ask more and more questions. So we think, with what has happened with this current deal, uh, we think that, yes, indeed, there must be an inquiry yeah. so that we can get to the bottom of it of exactly where did it start, who is benefiting from, did we follow due processes, are we getting value for money? Are those people that are now going to be successful sure. in this case, you know, uh, are really going to uh, 
uh, make a success of essay or what is this all about? For listeners, uh, uh, Mr. Imam, who are also just trying to make sense of how, how this has played out, perhaps they wondering why it is that Parliament's oversight role is only coming so late in the day. Perhaps you could give us a sense of, of why it is that it couldn't have happened much, much sooner. So essentially, uh, we, we near the end of, of uh, this particular matter, and only now Parliament is calling, or, or, or yourselves are calling for um, an inquiry to look into this. Where was the oversight uh, much earlier? All right. The first point I want to make is uh, 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 this matter has been raised from the time we've heard about it. The unfortunate thing is, is that we are the highest level of governance in South Africa in terms of legislation. We hear nothing about it until it unfolds in the media, which we believe should not be the case. Right now, what is it that that causes you know government not to take us into confidence and discuss these things and let us know what is going on right from the from the uh, uh, co- committee itself? Now, so this matter has been raised on numerous occasions. The moment we've heard about it. And I can tell you, so it will actually tell you how long this matter has been in the public domain and how long we're not getting the answers from, from Minister Godan and, 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 the, uh, and, and the government itself. So uh, until, of course, we felt there is no other option now but to seek relief, you know, calling for an inquiry or even if it means going to court in this case so that we could get to the bottom of what is going on. So, no, it's not that we've come to this 11th hour. Attempts have been made, and every time that has happened, it's been brushed under the carpet, and no responses have been forthcoming. We also understand that uh, the, the SIU have said that um, they are preparing to look into and investigate complaints about this deal, and they'll be looking in particular at uh, the questions of interference in the administrative process within the Department of Public Enterprises um, in, in selecting the company that was awarded the deal. Would the inquiry that you are calling for be looking to answer the same or similar questions or um, is, is your approach or angle slightly different? Well, like I said, you know, uh, I'm, I'm concerned, uh, you know, about what happened before. I mean, South African Airways was one of the most recognized year in and year out. They've been complimented for one of the best airlines. And then you take your entire fleet, which was freehold, and then you sell it and then you sell it to yourself. And immediately after you sell it to yourself, you lease it back to SAA. And thus far, years later, not a single one has responded to it, despite, you know, querying this thing on so many occasions. Now, on this particular one, exactly a similar thing seems to be happening. They have not taken us into the conference. They haven't divulged us all uh, uh, the information which is necessary uh, for for public consumption in any way, and particularly us in Parliament. So... The question is, who is Takatsu? How did they come into it? Were they given the opportunity like everybody else? Or were they a preferred better for some reason or the other that they've been considered at the expense of others? Are we getting a good deal here? Is SAA going to survive or somebody is just going to take away and benefit for themselves? So there's a lot of questions. So we believe the SIU must continue its investigation. The, uh, the inquiry must continue if it, you know, It's the only way we're going to get to the bottom of it. And I say again, the fact that no information has been forthcoming makes us even more and more suspicious, given the fact that we have a similar situation in most of the state-owned companies.
And is this is this only a matter for uh, you know that that you're kind of looking at public enterprises to clarify here? The the minister of finance uh, publicly supported this particular um, deal. This was already uh, around this time last year, so around May last year already. There was that public support from from the finance minister. Would there be questions perhaps also asked of? Um, of Treasury to explain their reasoning for this support? Are you hoping the inquiry would also be, be able to get answers from them and not only public enterprises? Absolutely. I think Treasury needs to answer. But again, you know, the problem that we have is these decisions are taken behind closed doors and Treasury themselves are not transparent enough. If you saw what happened this week in, in, in adopting the appropriation bill, uh, 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 two, three years ago, the National Treasury itself was found wanting. And I then insisted that in this appropriation bill, we put a recommendation there uh, uh, that National Treasury report to the Standing Committee on Appropriations. If you remember, there was corruption in National Treasury in the integrated financial management system. They've just swept it under the carpet. It's exactly the same thing here. National Treasury goes out there because they're all part of one cabinet, okay? They just go out there and take these decisions without consultation. Eventually, the taxpayers have to bear the brunt of what is going on. And we think it's unacceptable. So if Treasury is is, is, is not acting uh, uh, in the best interest of the country in the first place, then of course we need to deal with them as well. And I'm hoping through this investigation, we would look into the role of National Treasury as far as this deal or takeover uh, is concerned. And what did they know? How did they approve it? You know, and, and, and was it really in the interest of the country as a whole? But remember that we have a serious problem in that what seems to happen is what the left hand does, the right hand does not know. And that, for me, I think uh, uh, causes a matter for concern. Finally, Mr. Imam, just on accountability um, of the minister to to Parliament, um, you, you've you've raised also concerns here about the manner in which it's being done, and for the public, it, it doesn't inspire confidence at all. If if you have um, a a cabinet minister who who does in fact show sufficient regard to the 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 need to account and and to account uh, frequently enough, uh, and to also take the public. Right in confidence that uh, um, that there's nothing um, underhand here. Everything is above board. If it isn't happening in Parliament, how can the public trust that uh, what what we're being told or what we know about some of some of these major stories? And this is such an important an important issue to our economy, but also um, brand SA as well, which you know, an SA has carried the flag for as long as as it has. How can the public trust here that uh, what, what, the, the the bit that we are hearing we can in fact trust, but that there is um, adequate oversight and that cabinet ministers are in fact accountable to Parliament and, and accountable to the country? Well, I, I, I can't agree with you more. Uh, the question is, has the public got any confidence at this point in time? I think there's very little left if there is. But if you look at where National Treasury found them, an ideal example is ESCOM. Can you mean, believe that the Minister of Finance, National Treasury, the custodian of your fiscus, was providing ESCOM with an exemption in ABC language? This is how I'll explain it. You are telling ESCOM it's fine. You must lie. 
you must hide the fact that you are in serious trouble you have not been giving your financials this that whatever it is so that you can go into the outside market and go and borrow money so the one that's supposed to protect your fiscus is telling your institution who mm-hmm. has failed over a period of time to go out there typically to mislead their financial institutions lie to them manipulate your financials so you can get funding and even the auditor general when we said to them was shocked and 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 they couldn't understand what was going on so after we've raised these things suddenly now if you had two days ago the minister of finance makes an about turn so there's no consistency as far as that's concerned if the national treasury can go to that extent then do you think we in safe hands clearly we not so you cannot expect the public to have much confidence now my problem i have is the entire oversight mechanism of parliament is ineffective we go out we have these committee meetings we interrogate it we bring the report we table the report and then it's taken and thrown into the bin and that's it so what's the purpose of wasting millions and millions of taxpayers money conducting oversight going all over the country going out of the country coming back and what are you achieving out of it We'll watch this one uh, closely as well. Thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning. Uh, National Freedom Party Member of Parliament, Sheikh Imam.